Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is all about islands. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning into The Home Building Hero. So again, we're going to talk all about islands today. And of course, we're not talking about the islands in the ocean, but the islands that you put in your kitchen. And those are changing. And, you know, we've kind of went with this rectangular island design for a long time. You know, white woodwork, long rectangular islands in the kitchen. And, uh, you know, keeping those very simple. And that style is going to change. Anytime you have something and it's been out there for a few years, designers and people start to get bored of it and they want to change it. They want to do something different. And I think islands are going to become more of a focal point again here in the future. And there are a lot of ways and different uh, you know, styles and things that you can do with these islands to really make them stick out, make them more of a focal point in your kitchen. So I think we're going to be shifting back to those as a focal point. As I mentioned in my other podcast, the one about kitchen trends 2019 and beyond, we're seeing some shifts in the the major look of a kitchen, again, getting away from the pure white woodwork and the white countertops and getting into some new styles, lots more glass, removing upper cabinets. So when you do that, you're now putting more emphasis on that island and your base cabinets. So that's going to change a lot of things and especially the islands and the islands are a big part of it. So rather than in that podcast going into it, I, this podcast here, we're going to talk all about your kitchen islands and different things that you can do to really make them you know, stand out and be useful. So again, instead of going with the rectangular shape, we are seeing people start to go with asymmetrical shapes and their island. And you can do all sorts of things with it. Again, you need to have a little more floor space in your kitchen. So if you're remodeling, you know, you, you may need to blow out a wall or move something around in order to achieve some of this. If you're building, you can make that kitchen, you know, whatever size you like when you build and, and accommodate that. So we're seeing a lot of different things from, you know, let's just start with, you know, a, a typical island. Instead of it being rectangular, what we're seeing is, you know, again, the end of it is rectangular, but then as you get closer to the dining area, we're seeing it where sometimes people will just flare out the two ends of the island and have that come out and be wider. So um, almost looks like a shovel kind of shape where, you know, it's, you know, wider at one end than the other. And it's, you know, basically a rectangle with, you know, some some angles on the end of it. So that's one way that you can just add some interest to it. And then on the end of the island, you can le- either leave that kind of open and then now you can put let's say three or four stools on the end of that island. So, you know, one on each side and two on the end of it and just have that as open seating. I've also seen people do that where they just flare out the island and they'll put like a bookcase on the end of it for their cookbooks. And then on the other two sides of it is an overhang. So you can put two stools there. So just a quick place to eat a bowl of cereal in the morning or, uh, you know, read the newspaper or whatnot. So we're seeing things like that. But we're also seeing with islands more staggered designs. So what we're seeing is, you know, in your kitchen area where your other cabinets are, you've got your traditional, you know, kitchen cabinet height, which is 36 inches. But then you'll have another part of the island that's connected to it that's taller. That's 42 inches high. 
and maybe not as a snack ledge necessarily, but as a area that people will gather around. You put your bar stools around it again, so you could you could have the similar design that I mentioned, and you have a flare at the end of it, and that flared piece is up to 42 inches in height, and uh, another big working surface there, and you know people can lean up against it as well. So you could have people when you're you know, having a gathering, kind of lean up on, against the end of the island and talk and, and hold their drinks at their drink there. So almost like a, um, uh, almost like a, you know, one of those little pub tables, but built into your island. So we're seeing that as well. The other thing that we've done with some islands recently is um, if you have people in your home that are uh, need accessibility or have accessibility issues, or you have guests that come over, we are seeing the island be integrated to accommodate not only you know um, traditional people in a home, but also people that have you know needs for accessibility, so that they can still be a part of the gathering. So how that's done is again you have those different heights in your island. So you would have your typical thirty-six inch kitchen island, and then you would put a break in it either at the end of the island or on the side of it. And the countertop would drop down to like say 30 inches so that someone that's in a wheelchair could then roll up under that countertop. And of course you'd have an open space underneath it. Um, you could also, when that's not being used, then put in like a lower chair. And that could, area could also be used as maybe a quick little desk area for paying bills and things like that. So it creates a lot of different uses and utility, uh, but it, it's a great way to have that so that everybody can be a part of the home and nobody feels left out. It also creates some great accessibility um, for, for your guests. So that's another way to create a unique island. We're also seeing people go into different shapes again. So besides just staggering the height of the island, you know, we're seeing lots of different combinations mixing these things. So having, you know, maybe an island that is hexagonal in shape, you know, as 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 an example, or having it where again you've got something that's maybe, let's say, hexagonal that's up higher that kind of goes towards your dinette area, let's say a 42-inch height where people can gather around it. You can put your bar stools in, and then it connects to a rectangular island that has your cabinetry in it and is at the lower 36-inch height and is a little bit more traditional. So again, you have these different kind of styles mixing together, creating not only some visual interest, but also creating you know, some different heights and things. So you're getting a lot of different things going on in your kitchen, makes it more visually interesting. And then again, when you have these heights, you have the transition between the higher area and the lower area, and that creates some opportunity as well to make them interesting. Whether it's use of backsplashes, whether that's done in tile or done in a granite or a quartz, or we're also seeing people make those transition areas out of wood and using that for a small storage area, you know, putting something small in there or putting book, you know, cookbooks or things in there. That's another option for you to manage that transitional area. And then, of course, not having all of it be cabinets, having some of it be, um, you know, open storage or areas for decorating and putting in accents. So we're seeing a lot of that as well. But besides sort of those round shapes and the rectangular shapes, we're starting to see people use different shapes completely. So starting to use trapezoids and, and using angles. So having an island that is very long, but it's it maybe has one or two angles in it. So it's it, it goes kind of almost like a, 
like a counter in a restaurant where you've got this this sort of longer area where maybe part of it has seating on it and then another part is storage or maybe the middle part has some accents in it. Um, we're seeing some different looks like that. And then you can, again, use different heights along the way to make it, you know, again, more visually pleasing. And um, we've seen a few of those recently, and I think you're going to see more of that. Uh, we've also done some different styles where, you know, you have um, kind of a diagonal, you know, on maybe two sides. So it almost looks like part of a triangle, and then it, it kind of squares off. And the squared off side is where you put all your cabinets. And then the two kind of angular sides of the island become your seating areas, sort of that trapezoidal type shape. And, uh, you know, that can also be higher where the seating area is and then lower for the serving area. Um, we've done islands too where um, you make basically sort of a triangular shape. But then on the bottom of the triangle, instead of that being flat, that's a rounded area. So that, again, you can put seating around it. It just creates kind of a different look. But you got to be careful because a lot of times with those kind of shapes, those big shapes, you need a bigger piece of granite if you're using granite uh, or you need quartz. And, and there are some limitations as to how big those slabs are. And, of course, getting those slabs safely into the home is another thing. So you have to be a little careful with that. And then, of course, if you're going with a really big island with a lot of countertop on it, you may need to beef up the floor below it because that weight of that countertop and that cabinet can be so heavy that it can cause sagging issues on your floor. You can get a little bit of a bounce in your floor. So you got to watch that if you're going with these really big island designs. Make sure that you have enough support in your floor uh, to cover that weight of that big countertop and cabinet. Um, and that's definitely a tip for people. And then, of course, as well with your new island that you're putting in, you've got to be cognizant of some of the other features in your kitchen, such as your lighting. You want to make sure that you put in lighting that's going to be complementary to the design of your island. So whether that's putting in you know, some more unique fixtures, some pendants, or recessed lighting around it, or maybe even accent lighting within the island. You know, if you've got, you know, kind of a open area underneath, maybe you want to have that lit up a little bit um, so people can kind of see, create some accents and uh, again, tier your lighting so that you can take advantage of all those views in your kitchen and that focal point that you have really make that stand out. So a uh, lot of different things. And then of course, there's all the storage things that you can do in the island as well. So once you've built that really cool shaped island, you know, instead of just having traditional base cabinets and some drawers, you can start using drawer inserts, you can use pull-out shelves, you can use pull-out apparatuses, spice racks, all sorts of things like that. Whatever you would use in your regular kitchen cabinets can be integrated into your island cabinets. Now, this is going to shift you most likely into a custom cabinet when you do these types of things, but on, you know, fancier homes, more expensive homes, or for focal points, a lot of times that is the direction that people go is they will go with a full custom cabinet so that they can achieve whatever look they want. The technology is there in the fabricating for your countertop so they can pretty much template and make any size shape that you want. So that there's no limitations there. It's just in the limitations in the cabinet line that you pick or whether you're going with semi-custom or full custom mill-made type cabinets, then you know you can really achieve any kind of look or style that you want. But we are going to see a migration away from those rectangular islands and into these new shapes. So keep an eye out for that. When you're touring homes, you probably will start to see some of the newer homes feature things like that. 
just something a little different outside the box. And uh, it is a very exciting thing uh, that is coming. And especially with the other changes that we're seeing in the kitchen. So make sure to check out the other podcast, the Kitchen Trends 2019 and beyond to learn some of the other things that are happening in kitchens that would go along with these island changes. So I hope you guys have found this to be super informative. There is a lot of you know options out there and different ways that you can do it. And really your imagination is your only limitation for that. So do some research, look at some websites and you can find out hopefully this guy kind of tipped you off. And if you certainly have other questions or would like more information, please feel free to reach out to us. You can get us on our website, homebuildinghero.com. And you can message us directly through uh, one of the forms on the website. Or again, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Just search for Home Building Hero wherever you listen in. Hit the subscribe button. And while you're at it, throw in a five-star rating for us as well. We'd appreciate it. That supports us so we can continue to provide really great cutting-edge content for you on building, buying, designing, and remodeling your home. I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning into the Home Building Hero today. And we'll talk to you guys very soon.